0: done it to us before. I, I want to say that there's a bad headset and, and every time it's active or somebody has it and it's up top, right. uh, the signal just gets bad. Hmm. And, those, and the channel on those are weird because like the one I have is the main one. It's like the cloud. It runs off of mine and right. <coughs> shoots out to everybody else's and I don't know if it was the wind or what. Uh, so every now and like, every offensive possession, Adam would call me and I would just put my phone underneath my muff. Because he would be in and out. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, yeah that's the last thing you need is to be seen on the sideline or something.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I, so it kind of works out. I just put it there and rough, just yeah. and here I am. <laughs> but what we're going to do is we're just going to get AirPods. Me, TJ, him, and Cody will just be on a conference call. Right. If that happens again. Okay. That's and easy enough. That's, and I'm like, I almost want to just do that
1: anyway. So that's what we do. If we do have a sideline person, that's what we do. Yeah, somebody calls up top. Yeah, and then we just put that in, and that's what we talk off of. You can add as many people you want. I think right. right. So you don't listen in on Jack and them at all.
0: Yeah, there's two channels on the. Okay, so you switch so in between. Can, yeah, and everybody has capability to switch back and forth. Yeah, right. so click two channels. Click yeah, yeah. if everything's kosher, I'll flip over and listen while we're on defense. And like Lance is flipping back all game long. Oh, or special teams and running back rotations, or whatever, but like I don't ever hear Jack on offense. I don't ever hear Orin
2: on offense or Brandon. Oh, okay, so I stay over there. <laughs> so kind of like that. So, what was your overall thoughts on the the game? Man, I thought
0: I thought we played a really really well ball game. I thought we played well, uh, just all three phases. Um, young guys got in, did a great yeah. job, and that's really that's what I wanted to see. Like if I draw it up, you know, and okay. say am what I wanted, that's what it was. Pretty close to that. Just besides the punt
1: debacle. Yeah, that's again, right? again. Man. What? What? Can you? Wait, Peyton, the I, think rule, Peyton, I think Peyton was the only one that saw it, but he was the furthest one away. Well, to talk about it, to, it made
0: it look worse. You know, it happened in Reno, so the rule, yeah, Derek. The rule is, if it rolls. <laughs> Behind the line of scrimmage, whether it hits in front or behind and it rolls back behind the line of scrimmage, it's a, it's a live ball. ball, just like okay. a fumble. And so here we are. We talked it last two weeks, you know, because it happened. Right. You never think that happens, but we talked it and stuff, and so it happens uh, Friday, and our return is set up a return right. So all of our players are set up on our sideline. The ball's yeah. punted on their sideline. so well, yeah, it
1: was a little bit different, too, because it – bounced so far back. So yeah. I mean, you're kind of yelling Peter yeah, because to get it's, away because it was 10 turnaround. yards yep. or so past yep. the line of scrimmage. And so we're running
0: return right. So we're on our sideline and it's a Peter call because I'm definitely thinking Peter. I look okay. at this at 10 yard threshold and then, and I'm just looking because at that point I can't yell and they can't hear anything I'm saying and I'm just looking who's going to react. And it, I, I saw Jack and Colin uh, react to it I think. And the
1: kid didn't know what to do and he just stood yeah, there for a second know, and then finally know. took off but the only, thing, the only thing that saved him was he was on their sidelines yep. so you probably heard him oh, say yo yo yeah, yeah, go, go. It's yo. so
0: funny that that happened because Coach Reed uh, called me earlier in the week and was like man I gotta ask because I saw it on film what happened in that Marino game and we were talking about it and just talking about how that will never happen again and it happens in our game first punt. <laughs> yeah <laughs> And so I'm mad as hell because, you know, we get a three and out and we got to go right back
1: out on defense in that scenario. But, uh, yeah. so I thought potentially because I saw Jack kind of arguing a little. I thought maybe that if it crossed the line of scrimmage at that right. point, that it was done. Yeah.
0: No, at that point, that was our only arguing. Tactic,
1: okay. So, okay. Um, because that was, a, well, I saw him kind of, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't hear obviously being up there, but I saw him kind of pointing and whatever and I was like, okay, he's probably saying well yeah. crossed. Right. Okay. But it doesn't matter. If okay. it at any point when they pick it up, they're behind the line of scrimmage yeah, it's a live ball What if it hits any so but if it hits anybody, it's dead. If it hits somebody, uh yeah offense pass or defense. pass the line of scrimmage. Okay.
0: You know, obviously it's live if it hits the offense past the line of scrimmage. And then it's uh it is down there, you know, just like it would be uh if the uh defense uh, downs
1: it.
2: Okay.
0: Other than that, I mean everything. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Trey Harris uh, got kind of good news on him. He he got an X ray and he's got an MRI scheduled, so uh, nothing. Everything seems to be intact on the knee. So, right, okay. um, still got to see what the MRI says because that will be really telling. But he's in good spirits. Talked to dad and they've been speaking with Ashley on that deal. So probably the best best case scenario right now um, on that deal. So wait for the MRI this week and then go from there. So Brody was, is it low? Uh, just, yeah, just, the uh, uh, ankle sprain on both sides. Okay. So, um, not higher. No. Low? Okay. Yep. So he'll be fine. Um, started treatment today. So, uh, we'll see what he's like this week. Short week though. So I mean, that- Short
2: week, yeah. yeah, so that, you know, we'll have some guys ready for sure. Yeah. So we don't have the, we don't have the players of the week yet. Right. Right. But uh, we do have still have the honors of the week. Okay, yeah. Uh, so the practice player of the week, Thomas Finley. Yeah, Thomas Finley. Uh, you yeah, know, he was voted under our
0: leadership council at the beginning of the year. Just a smart, intelligent, understands understands how practice works. Understands what we need to get done during the week. And I, I tell him I've started telling these guys every Thursday when we hand that award out. Guys, it is hard to choose this because there's a lot of a lot of, uh, deserving, uh, players. Uh, you know, he won it last year, one week, and he won it again this year, and he works hard, man. He works hard. Undersized. He's got a scrap for everything.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but, a great teammate to have, and a great guy we have on our team that, that, that plays his role real well. He's a sophomore,
2: right? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, black flag bearer. Uh,
0: uh, Peyton Christian. Yep. Peyton Christian, man. Uh, he's, as Coach Baker says, he's kind of the, uh, when the black flag kind of come up, the first speech last year <laughs> was before the cash game. Uh, we, we shut him out, had a great night defensively. Peyton played real well. And uh, I don't know, it just fit really perfect for him to carry it out uh, this week and, uh, you know, the homecoming deal and everything. Uh, and I, it didn't make sense to me until now, but after we beat cash last year, he had a crown on and I was like, well, you know, why you got a crown on man? Let's, well, I forgot it was Cash's homecoming. So he brought his own little crown.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so, uh, you know, but past,
1: fast forward a year, now our homecoming, he carries the black flag out. So kind of, but Peyton's one of those kids. I mean, when, when you watch the games, he's always seems like he's always in the right spot. Um, may not be the most athletic person on the team, may not be the biggest, strongest, fastest, but he's always making plays. He's always in the right spot. And it seems like too a lot of the kids feed off of kind of him yeah. a little, he's a, he's a football
0: player. Like okay. he's not going to jump out at you in a lot of those ways, but just a, just a football player, man. And yeah, he's got, he's probably got the best energy on the team all the time. Okay. You know, he's, yeah, every coach, every coach loves coaching him because he just takes it, and uh, you know, you know what you're going to get every day when he shows up. Like, and it's it's just, and that makes it easy to coach. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, it makes it fun too, absolutely. And he's he's really done a good job with that rover position because that's a tough position. You got to be kind of good in the run and the pass and. Uh, he's just scrappy and plays the edge real well, and can you know go down and mix up with the tight end too if we need him to. So, well, he seems like a football smart football player. Too. He is, he is. You know, he I mean, played the, some quarterback. He's got the quarterback background, yeah. so he understands you know concepts and what people are trying to do. So that, that definitely uh, helps him. And
1: uh, but and he's yeah. fun to see him, too this year on offense a little. Yes, well. yeah. Last year, I mean, he filled in a little at the running back spot when when Matt was out that one game, but. Last year didn't really see much on offense, yep. but now yep. got a touchdown in the game too, and yep. good to see. Like I said, senior kind of been here through all the all the thick of then and thin, yes. and
2: surviving now and doing yeah. a good job. Yes. I mean, that's a pretty cool deal. we we'll to talk a little bit about the captain calling on.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I <laughs> it's funny on the podcast I can say this stuff. We've been trying to give it to him for the last two weeks. He <laughs> just had a little hiccup here or there. Uh, Just kind of growing through things. But, like, I handed it out, and before I announced who it was, I said, I demand a lot out of this guy, and I am always just trying to get into the next step because I think he has tremendous potential. And so, you know, there's times where he probably, you know, he may roll his eyes behind my back, you know, but I'm trying to, you know, hopefully – Years down the road. He goes man. He was right and he was trying to get me where I need to be and It starts with the defense just because his presence is so big there And it has been for a while He just has so much football under his belt and has been real coached ever well coached ever since you know, he was a little league understands it well plays very confidently and I think that that's half the battle is he can he knows our calls he knows checks and, and all of those things uh, you know and then He's obviously 6'1", 2'10", playing middle linebacker. And, and he uh, got a lot faster. So. Yeah, and, you know, looks looks so much better and has just developed a lot. And the main thing is he knows right from wrong at the end of the day. He knows uh, what we need to be doing, you know, and a lot of times the words are coming out of his mouth uh, when it's nut-cutting time and he knows that uh, some things need to be done. You know, he's going to do – all he can to make sure those things are getting done, whether it's you know going down on offense, driving, playing tight end. We need to stop here. Uh, just understands the big moments real well and uh, is a good leader in those in those moments when it can be tough for some people.
1: Well, and I mean, you guys as coaches can't always be the voice. Yes, yes. you've got to have someone in the locker room. Hopefully, multiple people in the locker room. And on the field that rally the troops, you know, give that, you know, let's go get them speech. You're not going to gain another yard, yada, yada, yada type stuff.
0: And that's where Colin's unique. You know, we have, we have the, we have the guys that can give those raw, raw speeches amongst the team and he's not one of those guys. Right. But he's more so a leader in practice when we need to be good at something. When he says, let's go, that has a lot of meaning to it.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: And that's where his leadership is growing and is it in a good spot? Because we do have a lot of leaders, and they lead in different ways, like you said. Uh, but and that's his on the field mentality is you know when he says let's go, yeah, tighten up, let's go, it's
1: yeah. more funny games yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So really good. And he's a junior, yeah. I mean, and yeah. that so he's got a lot more football left to go for Elgin. And like yes. I said, I think he does have the ability and the mentality to move on to the next level. Uh, he's at the size I mean like I said I mean I I think he's he's put himself in a good position to potentially play at the next level Um, not sure what size level but I mean at the end of the day when you play the next level you play the next level Yeah, I mean
2: it's all it's all big big time at that point I mean this is moving a lot faster than (laughs) I anticipated but we got a lot to catch up on obviously we're halfway
1: through the season so we'll kind
2: of do a recap kind of where we are but go ahead yeah 100% uh I just kind of—I want to talk about you know your background with Noble, okay, and uh, you know your relationship with coaches over there, and maybe uh, kind of touch on like a little bit of the loss last year, yeah. And uh, you know if there's any changes we're going to look forward to this year. Yeah,
0: so it kind of—I mean, goes back when I when I left Elgin and got a job. When I was looking for a job, I was kind of looking for a job that had some qualities that i was familiar with and noble there's a lot of qualities that are similar to elgin as far as like obviously school size now um but community wise and uh you know their town is similar small town big district you know then i got up there and i felt real comfortable uh their administration was really nice and you know, and it was also my whole deal is I wanted to see if the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, uh, and I learned a lot there that year. Coach George is still there; he's the head coach. Uh, coach Solomon is athletic director and offensive line coach. Coach Kyle Davidson is offense coordinator, and Ray Crawley is the defensive coordinator. So I worked with all those guys, and so they're pretty much the same staff. Keith Treat still there.
1: What uh, was your what was your role on seven? So receivers. I was
0: I was wide receivers okay. and special teams coordinator there. Okay. But like I said, I learned a lot from from them, and when I turn the film on, uh, I still see some of those things that when I was there that they're doing. So that you know, as far as background, I, and I talked to those guys a little bit. Obviously, I will this week. It's kind of funny the their senior our the senior class this season. I had them as seventh grade middle school baseball as a middle school baseball head coach when I was over there. Okay. okay. So when I, I run down the roster this weekend um, saying, okay, yep, no him, no him, no him. Uh, so that's kind of cool. And it's the last time we'll play him too, because they're moving to the yeah. other district. So kind of a cool deal. Um, but yeah, like, go, you know, I'll touch on last year going back over there and I got to see a lot of those guys pregame. The superintendent came up to me and talked to me. He's a really great guy. And, uh, you know, they were very complimentary of us and everything. And so that was cool. And then, you know, I felt really good that night until, you know, we just couldn't (laughs)
1: get anything going. I mean, the bottom line is we couldn't get anything going. Offensively or defensively. I mean, not that they had a great play. We just, yeah. Just we were kind of in a funk, maybe. I don't know. It was just a weird, yeah, plot. And and we had a chance to win. Right. At the end. But it was just kind of an ugly, yeah. Couldn't get anything going, plodding and offense or defense. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. Uh, you know, we didn't want to, but Adam and I kind of went back and watched the game, and, <laughs> and uh, I can't really tell you what we come up with for this for this year. But uh, off the air, I'll tell you. Um, but needed to do that. Needed to, you know, have some some uh, self reflection on that because uh, obviously it's the same defense. Uh, that will be that will be playing this year. Uh, the only thing difference is they don't have two Division One kids on the other side. Right, you don't have a quarterback Slinger and receiver,
1: <laughs> quarterback yeah. and receiver as good as those two guys were. Uh,
0: yeah, but it's cool. You know, anytime you uh, you know play somewhere where you were the year before, there's some some background to it. And yeah, that one sucked last year, man. It, it hurt, but uh, I didn't have to say much this morning. You know, when we talked about our opponent next week.
1: Right. Uh yeah, everybody kinda knows that. The kids
0: one. were ready, you yeah, know, and our kids are smart and they know but yeah, like I said, or like we talked about last year, fall break, uh, but it was played on Friday, which usually you play on Thursday, like we're gonna do. But yeah. And man, then they had um, the weird
1: was it seven thirty it kickoff? Was a late
0: kickoff. Yeah. Uh like we were the latest kickoff that week in in the state, yeah. I felt like yeah. Um, and you know, hump coming over there, and this, that, another. But, um, but we learned a lot from it. You know, I know a lot of guys that are coming back this year. You know, Mike Aderola sticks out because he had a tough matchup against the Harper kid. Yeah, and he learned a lot that night. And he well, that's it.
1: what we kind of learned about Trey Harris a little bit too that night. Oh uh, Yeah, uh, exactly. He came in yep. and filled in yep. some, so we kind of knew what yeah. he was capable of coming into this yeah. year, based on that night.
0: Yeah, but you know, it's it's cool. Like just from my standpoint, you know, we're six and zero. Uh, same same spot going in uh, this year, and uh, you know they knocked us off. So there's there's some more on the table this year. And I think seven and zero would be maybe the best start, Elgin history. Uh, may have to check that. But so yeah, there's there's a lot on the line. I'm glad we're at home. I'm glad you know fall break people can kind of rest up and and still. Stay to our schedule and be ready to roll.
1: Talk about what it's like. I mean, I know Noble's really the only place other than Elgin, but talk yeah. about kind of what it's like. You know, when you look across the sideline, you kind of know those guys and you know the kids. I mean, Talk about kind of some of that aspect of it and, and what, what it's like coaching in, in, in a situation like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the first thing I think of, so I kind of step back and look at it, is like growth of where it's at now. From well, because, yeah, you talk about you were coaching some of these kids in middle school, yeah, baseball, yeah, and now they're so, like, right. seniors. Um, and, yeah, and I can turn the film on, I can... I can still see those seventh graders and I can see what attitudes, <laughs> mannerisms yes. and things like yeah. that. And uh, I, I can tell what kind of kids they are and it makes sense. Uh, yeah. And some in a bad way, some in a bad way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, even like coaching against those guys last year, I knew all the signals, you know, uh, same. And, and that's going to happen. Um, but I knew all the signals. You know, I knew uh, what they lined up in on special teams. And so you're saying you're a Houston Astro. So I'm saying <laughs> I might be. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's whatever it takes. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that's the first thing I, I think about. Uh, is just the growth of where the place is, where the how the kids have grown. You know, are they better? Are they worse? Those kinds of things. Um, even, even like coaching against coaches, gone other places, yeah. I, and then we may not even play But I just look to see how they're developing and stuff, and just making sure that
1: you well, know, we're on par where we need to point. be. Well, co- I mean, coaching is a fraternity. I mean, yeah, once you for kinda sure. You kind of coach a yeah. staff with somebody. I mean, you become yeah. friends. With, I mean, y'all spend more time than yeah that's, than you do with your family a lot of times. So I mean, you kind of come brothers and yeah. a little fraternity type yeah. deal. So yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean, there's people. I'm not necessarily in the coaching world, but I mean. That I check up on that because I played or did whatever against them, and
2: you know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, or yeah. I do the same thing, like you know, military wise, like you know, old soldiers, right, NCOs and stuff, and check upon them, you know, and see, hey, man, how we got promoted, <laughs> right, <laughs> That's thing, right. You know? right, yeah, because I mean, when you spend that yeah. much time with, I mean, like I said,
1: you become family, you become, yeah, I mean, when you when you have football's one of those deals that you're all, you're all reaching for a common goal, yep, um, so it doesn't matter what season it is every season's a new common goal. um, Whether, you know, and goals change. um, You know what I'm saying? I mean, this year's goal is probably different than last year's goal was. You know, even to like Matt London's freshman year. That goal was way different than it is now. So, I mean, every year is kind of a new – Fraternity class and a new deal. And, I mean, like I said, when you kind of share blood, sweat, and tears and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I mean, it makes you, it sticks with you. Yeah. Sticks with yeah. you. And hey, I want to reach out and see how yeah. that guy's doing, or I want to see, you know, even if you don't call him,
2: you know, you're still checking the newspapers, yeah. Yeah. checking,
1: the, checking some you know. of that stuff. What do you do? What's out. going on? Yeah.
2: Speaking of one, 195 yards last night.
0: Yeah. Uh, I talked to. 142 away. Yeah, 142 away. Joey Over Goodman. four. Uh, Goodman from. The Constitution yeah. called me and said, Was that his uh, season high, 195. And I thought, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look, but that might have been his season.
2: It, yeah. His, might uh, have been. Single
1: game high. So far this year. Yeah. Maybe. Because and it, was yeah. Quiet, it was a quiet 195. Well, it was what, seven or eight carries. Yeah. I mean, so, it
0: wasn't much to um, get to that point. And, and truth be told, probably got three more carries than he would have. On a on a normal rotation night, uh, you know, we called for him to go out there a couple more times so we can get this deal done. Uh,
1: one forty-two, so one forty-two away. 142. Got over four. He got over four thousand. So he's over four thousand. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a number that's that's pretty yeah. remarkable when you think about it. Because a thousand yards is a high school running back. Is is not what it used to be potentially? Right, right, right. yeah, yeah. Games changed game, yeah. game has changed and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I mean, that means a you stayed healthy. Yep. B you started and played a lot of football. Yep. Um, so yep. I mean, to get to that point, and then the record is for four thousand three hundred and twenty, I believe. Um, and he's uh. I got everything for David this morning, and he's he's one forty two away. That's so.
0: It's so cool for me. Like,
1: first of all, I feel like forty three hundred is forty three hundred is is the record. record. So if okay. he gets to forty three hundred one, and he's one forty two, okay, good. we got a good round number there.
0: Yeah, check. yeah, yes. <laughs> um, but it's just really, really cool for me because there's like times I look back at since I've been at Elgin. And then you throw something out like that that Matt Lund has over four you know four thousand career rushing yards and I said damn I've been on the sideline for every one of them that's really cool yeah that means yeah. a lot to me yeah. that means a real you know means a, real, a lot to me and I'm starting to see some of those things with those kids that have been here for so long you know feats like that um, and just just watching them grow up and be able to achieve these goals and and, and benchmarks and things like that.
1: <laughs> That's really cool for me. Well, and talk about that a little, if you don't mind expanding on that. I mean, his growth not only as a player but as a person, yeah, and then as a running back. I mean, yeah, some of those runs last night. I don't even know if last year Matt Lund gets twelve or thirteen yards in some of the No. Runs. Yeah, I mean no. he is he is picking his way, picking and choosing his way between the tackles a lot better yep. now and not always relying on the home run, uh, and he's. Seeking kind of inside runs yeah. a little bit more. Yep. Uh, so just kind of talk a little bit about that, kind of as a because I mean you, you've like you said you've had every oh, single yeah. yard, that, I've seen every one of them four thousand so. whatever. So uh, so
0: yeah, um, it's just grown. You know, it was a uh, his biggest jump has obviously been from his junior year to senior year, and you see that a lot uh, in high school kids. But just you know, as a running back. He's stronger. If you'll watch him this year, he's finishing runs uh, with, you know, plus one yard after after he's getting tackled. Um, his feet are always moving forward. Um, and just his vision is good. And this is kind of funny you asked that because I took Carson hit to the coaches' show last week, and I said, well, which one do you like blocking better for? You know, and, and he says, well, they're different. Uh, you know, and he says where well, Matt helps us out a lot, where if he's comboing up to a back, Matt uses that to his advantage, and that second-level defender, he puts him on the inside, Matt sets his move up, where uh, that's just a seasoned running back who understands that if he has enough patience and lets that develop, he can have his lane. Right. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, he's probably got 150 carries more than Ritson at this point. Right, yeah, and and you just see that. Yeah. And then that, I mean, I can go on and on about, uh, how he's developed as a running back, but just how he's, his leadership, um, how he is as a teammate, that's probably the most special thing Because I know that boy can run the football (laughs) We we watch him do that. And that's really cool. But, um, he ain't gonna be able to do that forever. And he's going to take these leadership things with him for the rest of his life. And I give coach Hill a lot of credit on that because they spend a lot of time together. Um, and if you ask Lance, he'll say the same thing. That's what he's most proud of is how he's turned into a, you know, obviously he's a captain. He takes that role very serious, um, you know, and the young kids look up to him. I mean, he's got 4,000 yards, you know. Right. He, That's You think uh, Braxton Antuna? Think that, he's, that he's got his eye on him. <coughs> right. Um, going into this year, he sent me a text, Coach, I'll, I want to be a captain. Okay, well, everybody wants to be a captain, but there's a little bit more to it, right. you know, and. He said, okay. And he said, how, you know, he always, he always asks questions, you know, how or why or what do I need to do? And so you tell him and he goes and does it, you know, and that's just Matt, uh, he's a worker. Um, If he has a goal, he'll go get it. You know, he's going to work for it. Um, but, yeah, his growth, it's been fun to watch, really fun to watch because it ain't been easy when he was getting carries as a freshman. Right. And, he was 30, 40 carries a game. Yeah. He was, and, you, you know, know, probably $1.40 <laughs> <buck> or $1.35. <laughs> right. You know, I, it was funny. Before his freshman season, I called his dad, and I was just like, hey – you probably understand this, uh, but he's going to get a lot of varsity carries. You, I mean, We've seen practice and stuff at this point, but I just want to let you know we're going to take care of him best we can. But, you know, he's playing varsity football, and it's a big jump. Yeah. And so he was like, almost, you know, all in. And just from that, you know, the whole journey up to this point, been really cool just to watch him grow and, and turn into the young man that he is, man.
1: Well, a lot of that stems back. Like I said, I mean, I know i met his mom and dad, several yeah. times, stuff like that. I mean, a lot of that stems back from at home as well. Yeah, I mean, like I said, and that you go down our roster and you can talk about that. Oh yeah, ninety five percent of our kids. Right. I mean, that's a cool, that's a cool thing too as well. Um, that you're not having to teach them.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, home training along with football yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, with, uh, with, without this, just they, was they, was they. Their weird shit they was doing. Right? Defense. Was <laughs> that plan- was that something that was planted for him? I mean, what was that? No, they kind
1: of d- done it yeah, all year. Man. It's, it's uh, so it got popular. Mississippi State, maybe, in like yeah, it was a it was a long time ago. and I can't remember who the defensive coordinator was, but it was it's a, yeah, it was just kind of that prowling. Yeah, it's hard to figure out who you're going to block and who who's going to end up and where. But I mean, as long as you Have an offensive line that says, okay, I'm going to block the A-gap, the B-gap, the C-gap. Then whoever shows in front of your face. Yeah. It's really not that difficult Mm -hmm. to defend. And what happens, too, a lot of times is they're coming full speed at the snap, but if you pop that first line, then there's not much left 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 behind it.
0: And that's the thing, like, we try to tell them all week, like, they might make a play or two. They might, you know, tackle us for But no just game. get your hand
1: on them and push them yeah. out of the way a little. Yeah.
0: And but then, but I, mean, I mean, they may make a play because that's why they do it, you know, and the people that are successful at it, they make plays. But, you know, I think aside from – I think we got tackled for no gain one time and then maybe two the other time, we, uh, we kind of found the spot in it, the soft spot in it the yeah. rest of the night. And we went slow. You guys saw that we were checking with the sideline and then kind of seeing where they are. And we had the, you know, we had some audibles built in for Trace to call if they were, you know, Basically, like a, a adjusted to our adjustment. Okay. And then Trace was able to do that, but we just never really had to do that. Um, but we got in some tackle oversets, and they didn't adjust well. I think Matt's touchdown, his last one down our sideline, we were in a tackle overset, and. I don't think anybody touched him, and right. I think Not our good. middle receiver comboed with our left tackle down the field. <laughs> we had so, our numbers were so good, and if you can get that defense the way that is, sometimes you.
1: It's cool and, and tackle oversight. So what you mean is you brought another tackle over, yep. so you kind of had one. You had one yeah, less so, on on so the right it, side of the yeah. ball, Because right? I think that was on the left. Yeah. So it, it
0: appears the... it appears that we have a tight end. And a tackle guard center, but on the backside. But it's actually tied in right. to the guard. Yeah, and so we bring them over either way. We do it both ways um, and let those tackles get out in space.
1: But yeah. So since we kind of covered on Matt and talking about him as a senior, I mean we got. I don't know if we touched on this the last time you we were on here. We got two other captains that are your full time captains. I mean Keith uh, Ferguson and Michael Solo. So if you can kind of touch on those two and and and. Kind of go into detail about how they, not necessarily how they became captains, but but you know yeah. what they mean to the team and things like that. Because I mean, that's three pretty good ones yes. to lean on yes. as seniors. Yes. Not only as they're all great football players, but they're all of them are very good kids too. Yeah. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about Mike's NFL Network okay. deal there okay. too. So okay, so go ahead.
0: Okay, we'll talk about Keith first. Uh, you know. Uh, Eighth grade, he came out, played football for the first time in his life. Um, How how
1: amazing is that, though? Yeah, that's That he's only four years really into this journey. I'll always
0: talk about that. (laughs) Just how fresh it is to him still, even though if you turn the film on, it doesn't look that way. Right. Um, But uh, just just an awesome kid. He's got a huge heart. Uh, He trusts in us with... Everything he got, you know, and his parents are are behind us. We've had some, you know, uh, some growing moments with Keith and, and he's been receptive to every single one of them. But, you know, talk about, I mean, obviously a big personality. If you're around, (laughs) you're going to hear Keith, um, see Keith and it's hard to miss. Yes. Uh, but always smiling, you know, great. And he's the baby. I I know. Yeah. (laughs) 4.0 student too, right? Yep. 4.0 student. Um,
1: Maybe like, a baby a, of six, is it? Yeah. yeah,
0: and I think they're all over six foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, obviously, uh, another alpha, you know, people look up to him. Uh, he just, he wants to succeed so bad to a fault sometimes. And yeah. that's, that's a good thing for young kids to see that he's hard on himself. Yeah, And that's okay. Um, and he, he grows every day mentally. Um, and he earned it this year, you know. And you know, he was a good leader for us last year at times. Uh, but yeah, talk about a kid that joined football as an eighth grader and then ends up being a senior captain. That's a cool journey, too, right? right. Uh, you know, and, and Adam's done a phenom- phenomenal job with him, uh, and just bringing him on, you know, along the way and not letting him get away with anything and, and kind of. You know, he's kind of been on a fast track just because of his, his lack of reps and, and this, that, and the other. But, like I said, super receptive to it. Um, huge heart, cares, loves his teammates, loves his coaches, and just a great example of what we want in a captain. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'll tell you this after uh, what game was it, Cash or Weatherford, he wasn't a captain. And uh, yeah. I took it away
1: from him.
2: Yeah. yeah well, uh, that one. wasn't Not easy. easy. Yeah.
0: That wasn't easy, but, uh, you know, it was due to just some of his, you know, the way he plays the game. Sometimes he can get caught up. Yeah. With being too, just too much of a brute and, and letting some things get in the way. And I took it away from him and it hurt him. It hurt him bad. And it wasn't easy for me to do, but, uh, and he took it serious. The next week, you know, played well through El Reno it wasn't an easy decision, but one I wanted him to learn from it. And you know, two, like he wasn't, a uh, being the captain that I wanted him to be. And now he is wow. and for a hundred percent. And, you know, I talked to his parents about it and, and that was a good lesson to learn. Like, and, and he, he will come back and, and talk about that, you know, down the road. And, uh, so good growing moment for him. And, and, uh, like I said, man, it is just, he's an awesome kid. Like I said, great family as yeah, well. Oh man. Yeah. it. But yeah, man. And that's, what, I just want to say that to say like nobody's perfect and, and you can earn things back that, that you need to learn from. And, uh, you know, he, that shows so much about his character is how he responded to that moment. And that's when I knew for sure he's a captain, you know.
1: Right, cause some kids could fold at that exactly. point and say, you know, and it, say, ah, all right, cool, you know, I don't I'll care about it. this I about teams, yeah. my team, or whatever. He has a huge heart, cares, yeah. and it meant a lot to him to be that guy
0: for
2: us. And, you yeah. know, I was proud he got back to that. And so... Shout yeah. out to us tomorrow. She sent me some pictures of the the parade the other day of the kids on the float. I sent them to you too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's, 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 she's a photographer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, uh, she, me she's,
1: she's got some great ones of. Of, of our little ones on the sidelines, yeah, that uh, last doing things. She's got she caught a, caught one of us, yeah, uh, yeah after yeah. the after the pepper, par- after the parade during the pepper alley. Right, right. Um, but yeah, no, it's a good deal there. So yeah. let's move on, yeah, Mike. Mike, yeah, uh,
0: Michael is uh, <laughs> another one, <that laughs> oh, don't play yeah. football, yeah, eighth grade, first yeah. year, matter yeah. of fact, yeah, since we're on that trend, uh, moved here and. You know, he was a soccer player, and we didn't have soccer in the fall. So we Coach Laura was a middle school coach at that time still, and he was like, hey, you should probably come try this. He got his uh, Josh, too. But uh, Mike, uh, just talk about the standard. If you say it, he does it. And, it. and there's no, I mean, just totally trust you as a coach and then believes in it, goes and does it. And that's just how things work in his world. And he does it to the best of his ability. Uh, And then to couple that with just how he is as a human, he's one of the, I mean, he's a great human. Yes, sir. No, sir. Um, There's no funny business. Um, You know, I mean, sometimes I forget that he's a teenager just because he's kind of serious about his business (laughs) and how to do things. And um, uh, just a professional in the way that early in the year, and during the season we'll have practice practice and we film our practice and then you know get home by five o'clock and I've got a text from him hey go to play 34 how can I get better at this he's just such a student of the game and that remark uh, but this is i say this there's a college recruiter come last spring and uh, you know I'll, I think this is the best compliment I can give anybody I told him I said if any of these guys out here could date my daughter, it would be Mike.
1: And, yeah, that's about as, yeah as a girl dad. Yeah, we're all girl dads right. in this room now. <laughs> and, and it was received really well by the coach, uh,
0: just because he's just he's a model citizen. And uh, but you know, don't let that fool you. He plays the game really
1: well. And he, and he <laughs> yes, turns he does. On. He and plays he the turns it on really well. Yeah, yeah. So. Just homecoming a, King as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about his little brother? His little brother got a pick six. Yeah. Yep. Pick, pick six, six as well. Yeah. Yep. So uh, and Caleb's not too shabby to say. No, man. He's yeah. a youngster, but he can, yeah, play no, he I can like play. it. Uh, he can play. So So during
1: and just to kind of reference the type of kid and whatnot he is, during the homecoming presentation, you know, they kind of talk about they kind of do a quick little interview and then they announce it over the Speakers of what all this is going on, and one of the things that they said that when it got to to, when it got to Mike is one of the things he wanted to do is to thank his mom for all the sacrifices that she did to put him into the situation that they're in now, and that was read over the loudspeaker. You know, so I mean, obviously, he made sure that I want this in here when you're talking about me. That. That goes to show, you know, what a, how probably great of a, never better, but how great of a woman she is to have three kids that are as solid as those guys are, but also Mike's understanding of my mom. You
2: know, yeah, you shit. Yeah, I mean she's, she's done everything that she's been able to do no, to get us here. She's really uh, uh I I know her through uh through Caleb mostly. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah as the a doctor. doctor. Uh, yeah. You know, she you know, she was, you know I've seen her a lot of practices there, you know, supporting the kids. Uh she's uh she was really involved.
1: And let's talk a little bit about the NFL network too. Yeah. So I mean he made it to NFL Network. So yeah. I mean that's a national program yeah. became the, the how you play or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember the, the exact, the exact title that he got given by one of the, one of the McCourty brothers yeah, or whatever the from the Super Bowl, champ, Super Bowl you know? champ and whatnot. Uh, I mean, recognized Mike on, and on a film or whatever, how we play or whatever yeah, the name so, of yeah, it was. Just a
0: little, I guess a sweepstakes of sending a video in of football and Mike, that was all Mike, you know, he sent it in during the, during that, obviously after the Bethany scrimmage, that was the footage. And, uh, uh, you know, and I guarantee you, he did it because of the deal that said your football program will get three thousand dollars if you win. It wasn't. It wasn't about Mike sending. Right. And it, it was. Oh, I can do this for us. Right. And
1: that's that's
0: that's really cool, man.
1: So that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. So pick, like, explain that. Like, so with him winning that award or them mm-hmm. recognizing him or whatever, Elgin's going to get a three thousand dollar grant that goes to the football team and whatnot. Right. And you guys weren't the one that sent that video in.
2: Nope. One hundred
1: percent. It was all Mike. Nope. I learned. Mike of it. pulled a pulled a pulled a clip from a scrimmage and said, "This is the best play I made all day." And coaches obviously liked the way yeah. that I did it, so yeah, I'm gonna send this one in and see if we can get our team three thousand dollars. Yeah. And, <laughs> and did. I learned of it.
0: I think it was Friday at lunch. I learned of it. Or, yeah. Same time that the, yeah, same time so, that the video went no out. I had no idea. And, you know, Mike wasn't going to tell me, how oh, hey, I sent this in trying to get us money. You know, this, he just goes about his business, like I said. And uh, <laughs> he's, he's one of, a kind, of, he's one of a kind. And I get to coach him at, at wide receiver every day. And, you know, being our senior, him and Trey, they lead that group. And uh, it's just cool to watch him lead his position, lead the team. Take care of his brothers,
1: uh, you know, and just do all those things as a high school student. Well, and to piggyback a little bit off of that, just to kind of talk about his character, I mean, receivers are kind of that you know, on oh, football yeah, field, yeah. receivers are usually that diva spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And coming into this year, everybody assumed that he would probably explode. Yep. Yep. Um he he has played phenomenally all year. You know, I mean but doesn't have quite the numbers that we thought he would. Now no. a lot of that is game planning because I think a lot of people are rolling yep. some coverages yep. to him and thing and things yep. like that because they also knew coming in that he he potentially was one of our better receivers, if not our best receiver. But talk about that that hasn't like changed his. He does not have the receiver right. idea. No. Like he's not in the huddle going, Trex, you got to throw me the ball. No, yeah, hey, I played receiver. <laughs> I, I may have
0: got that way at times. You know, Tanner Jackson might have been getting the balls. I thought I could have got a couple more. Coach Laura, I hope you are listening. Uh, but no, Mike is not wavered. Yeah,
1: throw me the damn ball. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: Mike is not wavered one bit. You know, and we talked early. Uh, Anadarko, I think he had one touch, you know, a big blowout win. Everybody, had, right. everybody scored, but Mike, it was one of those deals. Right. And, uh, he's still smiling on the sideline after the game. And I said, listen, uh, you know, it's a different year and it's a good problem to have. And he understood that immediately. Hey, yeah. you know, we can spread the ball out and, you know, and then you go to Weatherford, uh, we send him in motion uh, play action, his motion carries into a wheel route. Everybody goes with Mike, throw it to Brody, 57 yard touchdown. Right. And I said, Mike, that's because of you that's because of you. He said, All
1: right, I can do that. We're- well, and then on all the touchdowns last night on the little swing routes. Yeah, he's, he's out there he's the first yeah. one out there blocking and not, you know, exactly. no, or whatever. Yeah. He knows if I do my job and somebody's gonna score yeah. a touchdown. He's the first one in the end zone, yeah. high-fiving Peyton Brody and he- yeah, you know, whoever else managed. Well, I know Kaysen scored one, but I don't think he was in at that point. But still, I mean that that just goes to show, like I said, what type of kid he is, and 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 he can play at the next level. I mean, I 100%. really think he can. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, like I said, Josh had the big game um, yeah. Yeah. as well. And, and Josh sometimes gets lost in that shuffle because I mean, you hear Mike and this that and the other. But Josh is just as, yeah. as, as a dang good football player yeah. too.
0: Yep. He, and you know he's going to get his opportunities this week. Uh, and he's just he's ready. He's a guy that's always prepared, always ready, um, very smart. And his time's coming. He's had a great
1: attitude as well. You know through because uh, he's a guy that would start on a lot of football teams. Yeah. I agree with that. In the back four, whether it be safety or corner, I think he could suffer. either side. Yeah.
0: Um, So, and he's a really good special teams player for us. Uh, Won that award before, so uh, they and that just goes back to they believe in what what the coaches are telling them and how they should carry themselves. And when you just make it simple like that, the game's fun and you're going to find success and you ain't got to worry about anything else. And those kids do that to to the maximum. Um, so uh,
1: yeah, but I think it's also a credit and to you guys as a coaching staff to, to get the kids mm-hmm. to buy in. I mean, yes, yeah. yeah, so a lot of it is on their attitudes and whatnot, but I mean, you guys present it in a way to that. Yeah. they and have not bought easy. in. No, and no, it's not, not at all. You got to work at that too. And, and but I think it all starts with the relationships that you have with the kids. Yeah. If you and have I mean, all of your, all of your coaches seem to. Yep, absolutely. You know whether it's their position group, and I mean sometimes not even their position group. Like Lance said the other day, I mean he doesn't coach Shay Spencer at all. Yeah, not yeah, but not a single. But those two guys yep. are super super close. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just one of those deals where, um, it, it, it it's fun. Like I said, as as a semi outsider, right? Um, it's fun to fun to watch, and and it's fun to be a part of. What about that uh, that hit she
2: had last night?
0: Oh, uh, somebody's <laughs> got to start trying to block him. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I mean, and if they block him, he's gonna he's gonna defeat the block. But I think that's the third game in a row where they just completely miss assignment and don't leave him unblocked because that will happen.
2: Yeah, man, that was a. I gotta get that. I gotta clip that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I mean, how much of an? How much of a? And we, I think we probably talked about this the last time you were on. How much of a? differences he made on the defensive side of things. I mean, last year he played center and didn't really play much defense. Right. Right. Um, And this year he has blossomed into, you know, I mean, with those front three, Oh yeah. And that's a pretty, that's a pretty stout front three. I mean, Jace does a great job in the middle. Jack is Jack and Jack continues to do what he's done. But now Shea on that outside has kind of transformed the entire defense.
0: Yes, uh, it's it's kind of funny we lead into that. We were I was talking with Coach Reed from Altus before the game and he mm-hmm. was just complimenting our players and just kind of exchanging some talk and he said I, we got to talking about D line and I said, you know, I, I you know, I like 58 for us, you know, and he said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the guy that I that I have graded highest for you guys is 77. So, yeah. And uh, you know, and he's also played really well the last two games, which is the film that they have. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, but you look at any any great team that makes a deep run and, and their D-line's really good. Offensive line to run. And against. they can run the ball. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and that's a, that's due to the growth of Shea, the growth of those, you know, Keith, Jace, Jack, uh, everybody up front, you know, Carson, uh, Hudson.
1: They're well, just, then on the defense is out of the ball, too. Now you get Philip Peebushy in yep. there to get some reps. You get Kephart uh, in there to yeah, get some reps. Yeah. Um last night Dylan Brown did a yep. good job on the yep, outside yeah. as well. So now it's starting to get to that point where you're getting some depth. Yep. And that's yeah. where you can really mm-hmm. make can a run. Fresh. You, yeah. You
0: know, Phil can make some plays. That that makes us even better and he has. So, you know, we Well it, it makes a kid
1: that. it makes a kid like Jace and Jay I can I can come out for a player too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, not only from the coach's perspective, but sometimes kids. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, like no, that dude's a slap. I'm not right. you know, I'm not coming out because I mean God knows what's gonna happen. Right.
0: No, um, yeah. I mean we got games coming down the line where uh we're gonna have to have that. Yeah. We're have to have that. Yeah, and no doubt. So, you know, getting ready every week and kinda polishing up those those rotating guys, I think it's gonna make us better. And, you know, to your point, if you know, we're we got guys rotated in, they're making plays. That's probably going to make Jace and Shea hungry to go. Okay, I'm going to be, I'm ready to go make my plays. Right. Um, so really good to keep developing and getting some depth there. Um, and you know, rest those guys because they go both ways, um, but they can do it. You know, Shea is really really impressed us with his shape and condition. And you know, Jace has done it for a year now. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, they're hard to plan for. <laughs> I don't want to plan for those guys if I was trying to block them.
1: No, 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 that is That is not a fun task at all. And like I said, I mean, Jace kind of is the semi-unsung guy to a certain degree. He just, you know, I don't think people understand his job. It's not necessarily to make tackles. Right. And stuff. His job is just to clog everything up and does a great job of yeah, it and allows man. Ritson and Colin to kind of run free, allows – Shay to have one-on-one on the outside, yeah. Jack to have one-on-one on the outside. So, like I said, you might not hear Jason's name as much as far as tackles and some of those, you know, yeah. big plays or not. But, I mean, Absolutely. he does a great job there in the middle, just kind of, yep. you know, I mean, well, uh, and they Tony know. Saragusa type, just kind of yeah. just clogging up that yeah. middle. And if they don't, then he's going to be he making is gonna the gonna plays be in there, right?
0: that Shay's making. Right. So, it's pick your poison and, you know, depending on what they're doing. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, pick your poison. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to touch on uh, a little bit about the uh, the quarterback play last night. We mm-hmm. had a lot of different quarterbacks. Mallette got to come in last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, Caden has
0: he's been progressing real well and got in uh, last night. You know, that was his first varsity minutes.
1: First varsity touchdown. First varsity yeah. touchdown.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, and we threw it threw it twice with him and. Uh, You know, they mixed up coverages on us on the first pass play, so we were kind of like, all right, let's see what he does, but – it was a good learning moment for him and then responds, I think, to Ball
1: comes out of his hand good, though. Yeah, does
0: it well. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, throws a touchdown later. So, really <laughs> good to develop those guys because um, well, one of these days, Trace will graduate. Seems um, like
1: it's going to take forever. Yeah, and that's He's fine. been around for a while. Yeah, that's fine. Right.
0: I'm, I'm glad he's still around for a while. But um, no, it's important to develop those guys. And it's a unique situation having two freshman quarterbacks. And Jackson got a. A a series after that. Well, and to me, they seem
1: completely different.
0: They are, you know, they bring a lot of different things to the table. Right, and I think that you know, if we were in a world where it was just if we just had one of them, I don't know if they would be getting pushed the way that
2: he is. If you know, he didn't have somebody else in his grade. You know, is there any examples of uh, success with two quarterbacks that you can think of? I I mean, (laughs) the old saying is, "If you have two, you don't have one." But
1: then, I mean, you look at. Chris Lee, Tim Tebow. Yeah. I mean, that's going back. I mean, that's college and going back a little ways. I mean, when Tebow was young yeah. I and mean, they did a good job of kind of mixing the two, um, you, you hear the old saying of, if yep. you have two, you don't, have, you don't have one. Yeah. Um, totally and fine. what, from a coach's perspective and tell me if I'm wrong here, but I mean, you want one to pull away right. and be the dude. Yes. Um, it's, it's hard to figure out who's the dude when they're freshmen and they're backups. Yes, because they're not getting. Right. You, you can watch as much as you want at practice, but I mean, you don't never really find out who a dude is until the lights come on and things yep. like that. Yeah, I mean JV games are one thing, and right, things, and but I mean those cuts, are those are yeah, but those and are different. And, you, um, and I mean yeah, so when, when once Trace is you know graduated and moved on and whatnot, you're just going to want one of them to probably, you know, turn into the dude. Yeah, Uh, Because if not, like I said, I mean, you're kind of in that situation, not only just – because, A, they bring two different things to the table. It's hard to to get some consistency as an offense when you're having almost two separate offenses. Even if they were the same exact player – they have different cadences. They have different yes. things, so it's hard for the offensive line to yeah. get a timing together, get yeah. a rhythm together, and some of that type of stuff. Yeah. And I don't think, and that's where the old saying is: if "You have two, you don't have one." Because that's, I mean, it, it it goes beyond just the way that they play and the way that they throw and some of that type of stuff. Like I said, cadence, yeah. you know, the way that they talk to kids, yes. you know, some yeah. of that type of stuff. I mean, comes into play. And it makes it. As an offensive lineman or a running back or receiver, I got to act like this on this drive, yeah. and I got to act like that on that drive. Right. He hits so the ball off a little bit different. Yeah, it's a little bit higher, it's a little uh, bit yeah. lower, it's some yeah. of that type of stuff. Yeah, we're um, we're just in a good.
0: You're you're right. We're just in a good position where those guys just need to keep developing. You don't know when you're ready until you get out there under the lights, like you said. I mean, I go back to when we threw Trace out in the fire as a freshman, you know, and uh, you know he went through his struggles.
1: For sure. And, and was he ready? Probably Maybe not. Yeah. But, I mean, that's yeah. what you got. So you yeah. learn on Somebody the fly. And, and so he, he, he got more valuable reps than those guys got. Right. And, and that's what, kind of what we talked about a little bit when TJ was here. Right. TJ got thrown in the reps and started doing things as a freshman because, yeah. you know, I didn't right. start playing quarterback until I was a junior. Right. And I was a backup. Yeah. And it's all about where you, you don't learn. learn. Yeah. You don't learn much yeah. as a backup. I mean, you can learn a lot as a backup. The best advice for Jackson and, and Boleto right now, watch what Trace is doing during the game. Yes. Watch what he's doing at practice. Like, and I said that last week with TJ the the most learning I ever did as a quarterback, it was in college, was as a sophomore behind a guy that played it so dang well. Yeah. Uh, that was the most. So for Jackson and, and, and Kate, I mean, they need to. I mean, I know it's hard because it's high school and so yeah, early, you know, and you he's know, a junior year, I freshman, and things like that, but they need to, you know, be sitting there watching Trace every single throw that he throws. They need to be going yes. in on Saturday and with the clicker yep. in their hand, going back and watching every single throw. Yep. Because Trace is a good one to learn from. Um, he's a smart quarterback. Yep. He, he has grown up in, in the system, he's played a lot of football. Um, he's got, but Trace also got a lot of learning and and things to get better as a quarterback. Yeah, but that's the best way is to watch somebody else do it. Yeah, I mean that's you can coach it. as much as you want. The, TJ can do as much as you want. You as as a head coach, you can do as much yeah. as you want. But. Y'all aren't in the fire. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trace, is, Trace yeah. is sitting in there yeah. on a Friday night in the pocket. Yeah. And we can all sit here and say, oh, yeah. well, I would have did this when yeah. so I'm trading yeah. it. Or, hey, Until I, you ever have been back there, you yeah. can't say what you would do I in that, sit that situation. On the sidelines, say, <laughs> right, right. Right. But that, that 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 would be my advice to 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 him to those guys and their families. Hey, watch this and watch him and, and study this and, yeah. and, and learn from that yeah. and pick, and pick a pick one of your favorite college or NFL quarterbacks and watch every throw and watch every, you know, mm-hmm. take the games, whatever that it may be yeah. to learn how to play quarterback.
0: Yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. And they're both in a good position. Like, you know, they're, uh, we're in a position where they're getting some, they're getting a little bit of burn in the second half in some games, where
1: But they're not um, being rushed by right. yeah, learning no. bad yeah. things. No, yeah. So
0: and they're they're seeing they're seeing signals, you know, every Friday night. They're learning, you know, this, that and the other. So they're both in a good spot and, and it's, it's just right where they need to be, you know, and you can't rush those things. What uh, and we're like we're just in a good program state where we don't have to put out a fourteen year old quarterback to play varsity for right. us. And uh, so it's it's good problems to have and uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna keep developing and they have a good coach and uh, I'm excited for their development
1: to keep going. Well I'll talk a little bit about that. I mean since we're on quarterbacks and things right now, I'll talk yeah. about Trace. I mean we're at what nineteen yeah. touchdowns for the year now. Yeah, I think. Ten last year, yeah, two interceptions, yeah. um above seventy percent, I know seventy is kind of that benchmark yep. potentially. Yeah. Um, what was he? Five for seven. Last? I mean, like I said, yes. we're not asking him no. to do seven for nine a ton. Yeah. But I mean, when we ask him to do it, he's a- efficient. Yep. Yes,
0: yes. And uh, man, you know, he was captain for the Ardmore game, uh, and I told him, I said, this is a guy that has probably caught the most flat, probably been, you know, ridiculed and, and has answered the bell this offseason and has worked, and you see it, you know, on Friday nights, and uh, he's settling in. And, like, you know, we talked before the season started and said, your junior year, it's time to, it's time to start playing football, and, and he's playing some really good football for us. Uh, super efficient, you know, and, and I think TJ's been a good addition uh, of just – yeah. Uh pushing uh efficiency and taking the understuff. You know, we've thrown the swinger out five times this year, for touchdowns.
1: That uh that's not a hard throw, right? Well and then he what do you have? Four touchdowns last night. No three touchdowns last night because Caden threw the Yeah. So he had three touchdowns last night. That went a total of like seven yards total in the seven, air, yeah. maybe. Yes. But I yeah. mean, they were they were probably a hundred yards worth of touchdown worth of yardage. Yeah, and I think the old Trace yep. wants to throw it sixty yards. Yeah, and, and I'll, get the touchdown. And I
0: and I'll take some of that too, just because of you know our offensive philosophy has changed a little bit, um, where you know we were kind of hanging our hat on run, 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 and then we do want to take our shots because. Uh, he was young and we didn't maybe want to go through as many progressions as we wanted to. Right. Um, but now he's smart, you know, he can run through progressions and, and
1: the leverage. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're one for one, for eighty yards in the book, I don't care if you threw it care eighty yards how it went. Oh, you threw it three yards. That, you still one for one for eighty yards. Jam shot <laughs> blooper that goes over the second baseman still looks like a yeah, it's one on for scoreboard. one on the scoreboard. So
0: he's learning that, and and like I said, we we've changed some things offensively this year to get him and us in situations where we can throw it short. And we got more playmakers, you know. Yeah, that's another thing. So it's it's I think we're doing a good job all around.
1: Um, he is being efficient with it. Well, and he's learning that kind of that the touch pass. Mm-hmm. Um, he's learning kind of those intermediate balls. Yeah, you know those crossers yes. Up yes. to Brody and yeah. Peyton and some of the Andrew Crabtree. He's learning some of those that he that weren't really in his repertoire. No, last year I would say it was throw it as far as I can. Yep, or let's boot and throw a deep yep. comeback to yep. Mike.
0: Yeah, no, he's he's And it was it was one read routes. Yeah. His game's better, his 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 feet are better in the pocket, you know, he's he's been able to shift the pocket and, and stand there and make throws. Um and yeah, I mean that's what we needed. You know, people are gonna know Matt Redson's gonna run the ball. Yeah. And now they go, Golly, where how do where do I start to defend these guys? Right. And and that's you know, Tracy's put that work in to make us you know, two-dimensional, and, you know, I, if we wanted to, I think we could go out and be 70-30 pass, and I think we'd have good nights. I think you'd still be,
1: yeah, I yeah. Think you'd still be you fine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So with, with the playmakers now that you have on the outside. Yeah. I mean, Trey Crabtree's really stepped yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, Mike is what Mike is. Adam Eaton. Yeah. Talk a little bit, I mean, that play on his touchdown. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what kind of weapon can he be at, what is he, six – 4's. 8'6", 4. 8'6", four. Four. 4, I think. And I mean... Um, number 88, eight, eight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You threw, what, a four-yard pass he to was, him. And then, I mean, yeah. he was, yeah, was giraffing um, <laughs> down down the sidelines with joked, a lot of speed.
0: We joked about it because in track, he yeah. runs a quarter. He runs the 400. Uh, and so you can imagine him running the 400 in track. Uh, yeah, it's about seven steps. Yeah. <laughs> So once he caught the ball and turned up, I said, "Adam, that looks like the uh, you know the first hundred quarter right there." Uh, and uh, but yeah, you know, good hands uh, there, and you know, uh, I don't think people like turning film on and seeing that guy and going, "Oh my gosh, we got to defend him too." Right. Uh, and so getting him in the mix is good, you know, and he's he's getting back healthy too, uh, which is good. We need that to add some depth to the tight end room um as we're playing with more of those guys um but yeah i mean he caught it was at the line of scrimmage because it was a run play so it was really rpo and what was it 30 30 yard 30 yeah so he takes it a one yard pass and Peyton makes it a Peyton and Trey make great blocks on the right. other side and a six four 180 pound kid is outrunning the secondary down the sideline so that's that's good to see
1: yeah, that's yeah. really good to see for us so. and as an opponent on film that's going you're going yeah oh great yeah because like you said that was a run play that yeah. was a run design to RBO. back. Yep. or originally I don't know yeah. who was in at the time but as a run option yeah so we're running counter so <laughs> the owls run counter your
0: linebackers better go with it you, but we're going to dish but it back but they were still going to
1: dish it back there and now all of a sudden you got like yeah. you said 6'4", 180 yeah. and running down the sideline so. like it's nothing yeah
2: that's exactly how he drew it up that's one <laughs> when I worked out
1: like that cause, cause they don't
2: always they don't always at all I want to kind of get your perspective on playoffs Okay. Um, so what do you think how do you think it's going to line up if you just have to pick right now how do you, how do you think the seeds going to go I want to finish, <laughs> finish first yeah uh, well, I'm not really talking about that. I know we're going to finish first. I'm talking about everybody else. No, That's he right. Said it. That's right, Coach B. Uh,
0: so, as far as, like, who we're going to – who the, you know, first-round game. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, yeah. Uh, You're yeah. probably looking at Piedmont or, or, yeah, so or I, Bishop I'm McGinnis, I'm
0: gonna, maybe. Yep. So, Piedmont, Bishop McGinnis is, you know, kind of who would shake out, you know, as three and four. Yeah. Um, and you're thinking Carl Albert and Guthrie finish one or two, yeah. however that shakes out. Uh, so we'll match up with one of those guys. You know, if we take care of business, and if we, you know we finish uh, one, we would host the four. And so it's still up in the air. Like people keep kind of pushing that on me. I think we're one week out for having yeah. like a really good it's idea. Rare, yeah. Because you know you got Mac Midwest City this week. Yeah. Um, and then you know as far as because
1: uh, El Reno's kind of coming on. Yeah, uh, it helps that we've already got that win against El Reno, so El Reno is kind of coming on. Um, but I mean, you look at it. I mean, five uh, five a two last year. I mean, swept. I know. So I mean, that's it. Yeah, so you know, those guys, yeah, those guys Absolutely. are good football team. Yeah, those guys are good football team play teams on that side of the bracket. I think the four are kind of maybe settled in five in in, in two a and five two a. Yeah, uh, I think it. I mean, now that. Piedmont went and took care of Eisenhower. I think it's going to end up Carl Albert, Guthrie, Piedmont, uh, Bishop McGinnis. That's the four. Yeah. We don't know necessarily what that four – we don't know who's going to be in that three and four spot. Um, I think Carl Albert's probably going to finish one. I think they kind of have separated themselves a little in that district. Um, Guthrie obviously took care of Piedmont pretty good. Yep. Uh, so that might be, that's probably your one and two, um, but three or four, it depends on kind of how that Piedmont and Bishop McGinnis game plays out. And those um, guys play. Uh, yeah. What week is that? That's uh,
0: Piedmont, Bishop McGinnis play week nine.
1: So that'll okay. be one. Somebody saying what, same time we played
0: McCartney. Yeah. So, and and it's, you know, these are all generated. These aren't, hand-picked or anything, uh, and it just works out that both districts will be kind of figured out
1: by week nine. So Because I don't think Bishop McGinnis has a week 10. If right, they yeah, because, they, they, have because the they have the seventeen district. Yes, so, so they might different. play a game, but they don't necessarily – it's not a district game, so their seating is going to kind of be locked yeah, in at so that point. It's just um, so back-loaded
0: in both districts. You know, nine and 10 will be very, very interesting. This week will be very interesting. Um, you know, if you look at the back of MacArthur's schedule, it's it it doesn't get easy. Uh, you know, they finish with the, Elrino, see, they have El Reno. See, they finish. They're gonna go Midwest City, El Reno, Elgin, Noble.
1: Right. Um, you know, so El yeah. Reno, if if, if um, the running back there, Michelson, If they've
0: got that guy going. They're hard.
1: Yeah, they're, they're hard, hard to stop. Yeah. I mean, we learned that in the first half. I mean, yeah. we were up 28-14, but that was because of, I mean, some you know, good, great defensive yeah. plays. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you look at it, I mean, they ran 39 plays, we ran 11. Yep. I mean, that, that could have been 28, 14, yeah. them easily, yeah. you know, without, without, you know, some of the big plays, the, the long yeah. interception and then, you know, the fumble at the goal line and yeah. things like that.
0: To your playoff, to your playoff point, kind of how, if if you would go to OSSA and print out a bracket, you can kind of see how it breaks down. And just from what I know, and just looking at it, uh, that second the first round game just with how the season's gone and keeping up with the other districts is could be tougher than the second round game
1: yeah really yeah because we would roll into because you,
0: then you're looking at the 2 or 3 seed out of 5A3 and 5A4 which are the east side. east side yeah so um you know and you know you just look at kind of the the power index if you will of you know the rankings and and how the East Side stacks up, um, and then sometimes it could be like that because 5A two is who we match up with, and that's a that's probably the toughest overall district in
1: 5A. Um, so you definitely got to be ready to roll right out that gate. And, and you still got Del City out there, kind of little bit. Yeah. Um, and now we would probably not match up with them in the second round if if we were. If we were able to get that one spot, yeah. and we were able to win Week One, yep. we would we would maybe meet, meet up with either Carl Albert or Del City potentially in that um, in that semi.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but like I said, we're we're putting ourselves in the best position possible as long as we keep taking care of business. Yep. I mean, you lose a game, and you know. You know, we're only six weeks in, so there's a lot of football left in the yeah, I think we'll, we'll tell a lot this week between Midwest City and MacArthur. Yeah. Depending on how that one shakes out, we'll kind of give us an idea of not necessarily where we are in the district, but it'll kind of give us a better idea because right now... Just us and Mac are undefeated. Yeah. So I mean, if, if Midwest City can—I don't know where that game is—is is Midwest City? Okay. So if if Mac goes up there and loses, well, now all of a sudden we're the only undefeated yeah. with all the points necessary yeah. that we can right. have. Um, so I mean that that goes a long way into in, into where we can yeah. kind of finish because I mean if Mac goes in there and beats them, now all of a sudden Midwest City is got two losses and. Now it's kind of us and Mac kind yeah. of fighting for that.
0: Then you could get into a scenario where, even if that plays out, you beat MacArthur, you could lose the Midwest City, still be the
1: one seed. Still be the one seed, potentially, depending on so points right. and some other things.
0: Nine and 10 is really when that
1: yeah. starts breaking down. You can see uh, things. Well, yeah, people, like I said, I mean, just like college football, I mean, yeah.
0: preseason you can sit rankings. You talk all this stuff.
1: Pre rankings and all that kind of. And I mean, at the end of the day, you're an injury away Yeah, I mean, that's from changing your entire season. I mean, yeah. whether it's us, MacArthur, you know, whoever. Because, I mean, my, I think Midwest City's quarterback's currently out. Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, that's part that's of the right. reason El you know, Reno, you know, I mean, everybody kind of looks at that. But, I mean, yeah. if you're not – Looking at it from a totality set yeah. a, 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 a standpoint, I mean, maybe, when Muna City's quarterback is out, it right. traces out for us. I mean, yeah. we Man, just talked definitely. Jackson, and we just talked about Jackson and Caden a ton. Yeah. But I mean, are we rocking into somewhere? You know, right. are we scoring fifty-seven points against?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. against this last that's team what, that we played. That's
1: what like you can you know talk about all
0: you want. That's why our guys why they play the game. You play the game. <laughs> and, yeah, I see it. Yes, I look at it. I should, as the coach, but my guys know we got to go beat Noble, and because yeah. if they
1: get wrapped up in it,
0: we're in trouble. Yeah, you know, we're
1: focused on. And I things. don't think that's what happened last year, but I mean no. part. Of, but uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was one of those deals. It was just a weird deal last year with Noble. Uh, I'm glad that we have them at home, and I'm glad with the short week that it, that we do have Noble. Yes, because I think anybody else. You could kind of, you know, you kicked ass in a homecoming game, then you had a homecoming dance, then you're off of school for the next. You know, if we were playing anybody else other than Noble, I think you might have to. Kind of as a coach, create yeah. kind of some. I might have to crack the whip. <laughs> crack the oh, whip, whip, or create some sort of. Hey, this guy says, yeah. you know, oh, Glenn's yeah, Glenn, Glenn said you guys aren't in the top yeah, tier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, <Nothing> but before, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But I mean, that, with it being noble, I mean it's one of those. Hey, they came in here. Well, yeah. we went up there, and you know they got after us. Yeah, and and that's the that's also a great part of. Returning basically an entire team. Yeah. It's not, not right. like four kids that are going, Oh, hey guys, I gotta tell y'all about this. You no got twenty, yeah. you got fifty something kids and on I the team that's out there. Right.
0: This morning I did not have to say much.
1: Right. And that goes a long way. Yeah. But we're six weeks into the season. Um obviously we're six and oh, 3 3 oh in district, uh full a lot of amount of points. I mean, as a head coach, I mean I mean, where do you feel that we are. I mean, I know last year we talked about it after this week and we were going, mm-hmm. did you think we were going to be right. six <laughs> you know? and that's that's. And how then I, after the Nobel game, I was like, hey, hey, let's put this in perspective. Yeah. <laughs> we're six yeah. one. Did you think we'd be here? Yeah. Right. So I mean, to hear.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm going to go straight back to last year. Last year set us up for this year. Yeah. Um, You know, because if, you know, we go in and struggle last year and, you know, or, you know, five and five or whatever, then we're not poised to be where we are now. Um, So very, very pleased with how that panned out last year. Yes. You know, first round exit, no good. Um, But now with, you know, the grades, seniors, the juniors, the sophomores where we're at now, we're going to reap a lot more. This season than we would have if we didn't do what we did last year. Right. Um,
1: yeah. Because if you don't have that Guthrie game, you don't have a lot to work for that during the Hundred percent. I mean, it, and the best in the best comment I think I've heard. I love Trey Crabtree's comment right? when 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 Eric Sherem said something about it. he said this is a fourteen week journey. But I think the best comment of everybody was Keys. Yep. When Eric said something about, you know, you guys had a great year last year. He was like, well, last year ended on a two-game losing streak. Yep. So, I don't know why you thought that last year was great. And I was like, whoa, okay. yeah, Like, um, we're, we're bought in. We understand yeah. what's going on.
0: Yeah. They, I mean, we have we slip up at practice uh, or this, that, and the other. We're, we get reminded of that real quick. And they're real receptive to it because they <laughs> they did not like what happened at the end of last year, you know? No, I mean, nobody uh, wants to lose, nobody yeah, exactly. wants, wants to lose at home, or play, you know, and it like would, be, stuff. and it would be way different if we lost a huge senior class, and yeah. it's more of a turnover. Yeah. No, I can, everything I, I say about last year, it resonates. Yeah, everybody was on the field pretty yeah. much, you know, aside from, uh, the, you know, a few of those guys. So, yeah, yeah when so you
2: say,
1: great that, to have. Yeah, when my, you say that, just to kind of, when you say that as a coach, when you've got twenty new starters, yeah. They're a, like the cockiness not, of a of a football player is gonna be like, Yeah, but I didn't do Yeah, but actually. it wasn't so you, me. Yeah.
0: I wasn't out there. Right. So and I wouldn't have said that if that was the case, right? right? So you know, you gotta really feed into what your kids are gonna believe. Yeah. So yeah, so that I mean, yeah, it sucked, but it's one of the greatest driving
1: forces we have this for this season. Well, in every good dynasty good football team yeah when you look back at it lost yeah at some point there was a spark there was just there was some sort of spark whether in the regular season whether it was playoffs whatever it was yep. they they didn't get over the hump and that used that as motivation to get over the hump yep. and that and that's kind of where we are now and that was a good thing about us like you said bringing back an entire team yes yes yes
0: and and you know, uh, there's veteran teams out there that are doing the same thing we're doing, you know. Yeah. So, you know, we've gotta we've gotta keep chasing it and just cause just 'cause we bring everybody back and we're learning lessons don't mean we gotta keep chasing. And our guys do such a good job of knowing that and listening to what's important and those things. But yeah, man, just to kind of that's the biggest thing that drives us is what happened last year and we're so receptive to it. Same guys hearing that message. You know that set in that locker room after defeat and hurt. You know, and uh, and this is a message I left him with last year because I knew it would, you know, a year later still hurt. I said, "Remember how you feel now, because you're going to be back. Remember how you feel now, and you know, get us to where we can get past
1: this." But this six and zero this year compared to six and zero last year is completely different.
0: I don't even feel like I've never said, man, we're 6 and 0.
1: Last, year, Last I said, year, we were man, saying, yeah. we're 6 0. Yeah, I don't remember what week it was, but you yeah, know, I kind of talked after one of the games. Yep. And it was like, God, you know, we yeah. can be so much better, but like yeah. we just won, you know, whatever the score I mean, was. Yeah. And we were not disappointed, but. I mean, that's
0: the kids. <laughs> I, we went, whatever, Ardmore. I was not mad, but I told them we got to get better. Yeah.
1: And, and they. Yeah, they they took it and they understood it after.
0: Whoever, uh, I mean, and that's been the message. And I told them, I said, "This is just where we're at from a program. We won forty-two to seven, and I'm in here harping. You know, yeah. That's and that's where we want to be.
1: That's where you guys want to be." Uh, last year yeah. we went 427. Yeah. You know, it's cannons, it's fireworks, yeah. it's and it's whatever. I mean,
0: it should be because we're building. Yeah. Oh no, 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 I agree. Totally. And every every year is different, the message is different. But yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh so it's been cool, and it's been cool to keep on evolving. because um, you gotta keep it doing that every year. Uh but but yeah, man. Uh kids say good things and they believe it. And it is a different six and zero. Oh yeah I mean, last year it was a giddy Yeah,
2: it was a, giddy. Ah, yeah. is is a different to... <laughs> different feeling a different feeling we're about at that mark so I'm yeah. going to go with final words okay okay uh, i go first and yeah. I'm like to end it with uh, Coach okay. Watt I think depth is, is our key right oh, yeah. uh, And we've talked about it throughout the podcast uh I think our depth uh, really sets us apart from other teams. You know, uh, and after the game yesterday, we we sat we sit back and we watched some of the games that was still going on and they still had yeah. you know their A team in. I mean, y'all have done such a good job developing these, these football players, uh, you know, at, at all levels. And we've talked about, you know, the freshmen that are coming up now. They're getting playing time. You know what I mean. They put set back there. That they they understand the standard. They, they understand what it's like to play out football. Okay. Yeah,
1: and I mean they're getting they're getting time in varsity games. I mean Braxton Tuna, Townsend Nippa. You know, Casey Myers scored a touchdown last night. I mean Bledo threw a touchdown last night. I mean those guys are getting getting reps in varsity games where they're not asked to do as much as Trace and some of those things. So they're learning like Trace and Matt and some of those guys that were getting those reps as freshmen, they were learning. They weren't necessarily learning from them. They were just forced to do it. Yeah. And they were taking it on the chin while they were doing it. They were taking it on the chin. Like, the kids that are now fresh they're not necessarily. They're going out there,
0: and they are continuing.
1: But they're not necessarily taking it on the chin. No, yeah,
0: no, I'm saying they're continuing to do what we did in the first half. Yeah. Uh, just a smaller level. Yeah. Because they're not where they need to be yet. But, yeah, and that's just a different. That's just development.
1: Well, and that leads them into sophomore, junior year coming in with supreme confidence. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, compared to is it gonna be another you know deal like it was yeah um, my final words and things like that I mean congratulations six and0 I mean to win any football game is a hard deal I, yes. mean, I know I, I know the scores might not necessarily represent the the way and I mean I think people are oh well, you know you rocking and rolling but I mean yeah. to win any football game is a hard deal so congratulations to the six0 star congratulations three0 you know, the district with the 45 points we set ourselves up. As good as we possibly could, but there's four weeks left. Yeah. Um, every game is different. We said we learned that last year. You know, we thought we were rolling in a noble with no problems. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we had a problem. So, want to make sure that Thursday we take care of business. Go take care of business in, in Duncan, and then come back for the big one on Senior Night against MacArthur. Uh, we'll learn a little bit more about MacArthur. We'll learn a little bit more about Midwest City this week with their matchup. Um, so that'll be a fun one to watch. I think it's on Friday, if I if, if I think. Um, so, um, so you can obviously watch it on Oklahoma Sports Network. So hopefully we take care of business on Thursday, and you can watch that one on Friday. Um, but uh, looking forward to kind of this week uh, and taking care of business and kind of handling Noble and kind of getting a little bit of payback there and then setting us up. Pretty uh, leading on into kind of a trek run because, like I said, I mean, yeah, it's all great and wonderful, but uh, we don't we don't want to end week eleven. Uh, I, the goal is week fourteen, uh, so we need to continue to push and continue to get to that spot. And we put ourselves in a great position. The kids are in a, in a good mindset, and I mean congratulations to you guys because I mean you guys Thank are doing you. a great job of uh, of pushing the kids. But also involving um, the community. I mean, what can you say about the community? I mean, last night, Packed House from Homecoming. Oh yeah. But we were on a three yeah. week road, we were on a three week road trip prior to that, and the <laughs> the way that the fans have traveled to the games and, and and then the support that they give us on OSN and the support throughout the week that they give us on the podcast. Um, and then just in general as a community, I mean everything that, that the quarterback, you know, yeah. puts the quarterback club puts out, I mean everybody shares. I mean everybody's bought in right now and it's a great time to be at El Owl. Talked a little bit about it last week, but congratulations to Levi Garrett and that crew. Yeah. Going absolutely. to stay with the softball team. So Hopefully they can, uh, hopefully they can, they can get that that accomplished as well. It just, it's a great time to be an owl. Yes, and it's a fun time to be a part of it. Absolutely. Looking man. forward to uh, continuing to say my woos. Yes, more. <laughs> Jack might not like them, That's but right. hey. hey, fourteen weeks of them. That's what I want. Right. Yeah. Now it's up to you, man. Last words. You're the head honcho. You're the head owl. Man. Uh, <laughs> first of all, it's great
0: to be back on the podcast you know uh but yeah man Now, uh, just echo vincent you, you said it all uh we just you know what we want to do is we want to do things right we want to work hard and uh we don't want to leave any stones unturned and you know our goal is a state championship we're gonna we're gonna die trying and we're gonna play 14 weeks and we're gonna we're gonna make sure we're there and that have to happen so it's, it's awesome great time I'm I'm blessed to be where I'm at and I'm blessed to be with who I'm with and uh, really cool thank you guys and, and thank everybody else that, that listens
1: quick little caveat I hate to break up but how awesome was it to have Caroline in the stands last night oh good man uh,
0: <laughs> Those uh, the three weeks on the road I was, <laughs> there was no baby to hold after the game and it was hurting me. I had my dad on, at, on the sideline but it's different holding my dad so <laughs> no yeah uh, really cool so uh, glad glad we get to go back home again I get to see her again so that's uh, awesome really cool journey for me man to have that and this season and where we're at and, uh, I'm just
2: so blessed and really cool awesome hey, amen go owls go owls